Hey everyone, thanks for joining me. Today I want to discuss a few things that I'm sure you have all heard of. One of them is the term clairvoyant. Okay, we've all heard of this word and to us it usually means someone who is psychic. Just, you know, an umbrella term for many different things, but we automatically seem to come to the word of psychic when we hear of a clairvoyant, okay? So what a clairvoyant really is, almost, you know, we're talking about the definition. First of all, clair means clear. Voyant means vision. So these people who are clairvoyant, can they have visions. So they can... They can see things that are pending, you know, see things that maybe are getting ready to happen in the future. A lot of us, we can, um, you know, predict a lot of things that are going to happen in the future, like simple things. You know, I'm not talking about things like uh, the price of gas going to go up or, you know, things like that. I'm talking about they can see deeper into the future than just those simple type of things. Um, Things that are getting ready to happen, such as maybe they get a vision of someone is going, is in danger. Someone, um, maybe you better take a different route to work. Maybe you shouldn't go to a certain place because they just have this vision of things that may be getting ready to happen. I know that different people, they're, you know, depending on who the person is, some people have a stronger ability than others. Maybe with others, they might just say, oh, I have this feeling, you know, but then you've got people who they just pretty much nail it every time. Maybe one of the reasons for this is because they, they uh, like, not, I, I don't want to say practice, but it's really the only word that I can think of right now. You know, just like you work certain muscles while well, they work certain things, maybe through meditation or what have you, to become stronger, to be able to have a higher percentage of their vision and be able to understand them also. Because I know that it do, it just doesn't come out as, you know, you're watching a movie and you know the time and the place and the person. I know that a lot of times it comes out almost as like some sort of cryptic message and you've got to put it together. I know a lot of people who have told me this, you know, it comes out and I have to put it together somehow. You know, they'll get numbers and just random type of things that then after a certain amount of time, after they've, you know, um, started attempting to perfect their craft, you know, that they can really tell what's going to happen and to who and things like this. So just like anything else, I'm sure you have got to, um, you know, you have to work on it. You have to try to 
I, you know, to perfect it as much as possible in order to use it and in order to help others and help yourself. You have to work on it. So these are, um, you know, just these people are very, uh, I think they're very special people who have this ability and who work on it to get it right and to help others. This is incredible, you know, and um, I know that they do help a lot of people with their, um, it's, it's like a psychic insight, you know, for lack of a better word. But this thing of clairvoyance is, it's pretty remarkable to me. Okay, so the next one, I, we, you know, we hear about this every so often, but not a whole lot, you know, it's called a clairaudient. So those are people who can hear, you know, they get their messages by hearing. And um, it's okay, I'm, you guys got to bear with me a little bit because I'm reading some notes here. You know how that goes with me trying to even read my own writing. So they get their information from hearing what others do not hear. You can be standing right next to someone and you can hear something that that person, the other person cannot and does not hear because you have the gift of that clear hearing. You hear things. And sometimes I know you hear them within yourself. It's like you hear it with your mind. Just like sometimes I know that with seeing things, you know, with these visions, it's like you see them within your mind. Like you see them with your mind's eye. That's a way that I would describe it when I would see things. It's almost like it's in inside of my mind and like I have a third eye. And so I can see certain things. I can see beyond just what we see here every day in our reality. Okay, well, the clairaudient is like that. But then they can also hear things out, you know, not within themselves, but outward. Like maybe they can hear things in music that that we don't hear. Maybe, you know, like they would be, can you hear that? Play that again. I've had people who said that to me. And even though you play it again, they might not hear it that second time. But then they'll, they'll say what they heard the first time. And they'll hear things, you know, we've uh, talked about hearing things like um, when I would hear the, the TV from my next door neighbor's house. Now, I don't know if that was clairaudient. I don't know if that's what it was. But even right now, when I think about it, it almost had to be, even though it wasn't clear. But where was it coming from and why? And was it because I was so young and I didn't know what was going on? You know, with my mind, I would never have known that there was such a thing. So maybe that's why I thought it was a TV coming from the neighbors when it really wasn't. 
You see, it takes a little bit of maturity to grasp the whole concept and then to start working on it. So, which, you know, I, I never did that when I was a kid because I had no idea that anything like that existed. But there are people who do get messages, whether they hear it within themselves, like with their, their um, I don't want to say third ear, but it's almost like, you know, if you're hearing it within yourself, it would be like you have another sense you know, that is bringing this to you so you can hear it. And if you're hearing it outwardly, like in music or just maybe you think you hear something uh, like I used to, you know, coming from the neighbors, coming from outside your front door, wherever, you know, and there's nothing there, there's no reason for it. Well, you may be a clairaudient. And I think that the only way that you would really know is if you would somehow work on it. And I don't know, I I would have to say that it would be meditation that would help you to like hone in on this and see if that's what is happening. The other one is called, it's a hard word for me to say, Claire Cog, Claire Cognizant. Okay, I think I'm saying it right. It's difficult for me to say. Claire Cognizant. (laughs) Okay. That is someone who recognizes things right away maybe with a they just have this ability see and this is something that crosses okay that transcends any type of age barrier whatever you want to call it age group whatever this is something that I have seen demonstrated by children and very young children, preschool age children, as a matter of fact, when for some reason they, you know, and you can, I'm talking about like a friendly kid, you know, just where most children are. Hi, you know, they say hi to people, even in the market, you know, they're little kids and they say hi. But this same little child for some reason, one day or whatever, may not want to say hi or may shy away from a certain person. For no reason, seemingly. I mean, like, why? This, you know, my daughter or my son's so outgoing and friendly. Why? And the parent, I've seen parents like, what's what's wrong? You know, why don't you say hi to so-and-so and the kid just won't do it? Well, that is Claire Hogsonance. This is um, something that a lot of people have. I would say that the percentage of this is actually higher than any of the others. And it's something that just seems to be present without 
a whole lot of, um, you know, like you don't have to work on this so much. It's something that just seems to manifest already at an early age. So this, this is, um, I have had things like this happen to me where you can just spot that phony, fake, poser person. And they really don't have to do anything. They really don't even have to talk to you. There is just something. It's almost like you can see through them. And at the same time, you can spot that sensitive person. No matter what they present, you know, I have seen people who are like these um, biker type looking people all tatted up and, you know, they look intimidating, you know, with these long beards and all this stuff and they talk like this, you know, with their old gruff voice and what have you. And they're, they are, they're very intimidating. But, I mean, I can see through to the person beyond that exterior. It's almost like you can, like you have some kind of an x-ray vision or something like that. And you can see that this person is really a sensitive person. So... I would have to say that a lot of people may just say, oh, well, you know, you just have a good judge of character. Well, that judge of character is actually caused by claircognizance. That's what that really is. So maybe um, you have one of those. You know, or maybe, heck, maybe you have more than one. And the other thing about these people with Claire Cogdenance, and a lot of times, just say, for example, and this has happened to me, I'm just driving to work, and for some reason, and it doesn't happen all the time, but every, um, the majority of times that this has happened to me, I'm going to say it's been maybe on a 80, 80, 85%, okay? when this has happened to me, I'm driving to work and there's a side road that I can take all the way to where I work. I don't have to get on the freeway and I'm traveling maybe about um, 25 miles to work and I can take all 25 miles on the side road that runs parallel to the freeway. So I'm driving to work And I may decide to get off, you know, like uh, 20 miles away from work. So I just, for whatever reason, okay, I'm going to get off right here. So I get off the freeway and I take that side road. And when I come to the part where I can see the freeway, it'll be backed up. It'll be a parking lot. I mean, it's just standing still. And I'm thinking, wow, it's a good thing I got off the freeway when I did. Because the very next exit, I would have been in this traffic. Now, this has happened to me a number of times. And that 
is also part of what I'm talking about. Just like, for another example, say uh, you never go to the coffee shop in the morning on the way to work. Just say you don't, you know, you don't do it. But on whatever particular day you say to yourself, well, I'm going to go ahead and go by the coffee shop because I just feel like having coffee on the way to work or tea, whatever the case may be. So you stop there and you see someone that you haven't seen in years. I mean, you know, like a surprise type of thing. Or you meet someone that you never ever would have met had you not gone out of your way, okay? And changed your usual routine. Of course, we don't we don't say to ourselves, oh, I'm going to go ahead and go because, you know, I'm going to see an old friend or I'm going to meet someone. No, it's something that is within that we don't realize. It's almost like we're compelled to do certain things at a certain time. And it, it's always beneficial. You know, you you stop at that coffee house and... You meet someone who ends up being a really good friend, like one of your besties, you know, or you you meet someone who is um, going to be your wife or your husband. Those are some of the things, you know, and a lot of people will say, well, that's coincidence. No, 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 there is no coincidence. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just cannot believe in it. There's just too many things that um, are just against the whole coincidence word. Coincidence is a word just like a conspiracy theorist. It's just made to end the end the conversation and make the other person be quiet. No. You are there and these things happen because of the claircognizance. So, um, you know, it, I mean, you avoid certain things, you avoid accidents and you avoid things that are potentially harmful. And then things, you, you run into things that are beneficial. It's almost like you have some sort of a GPS or whatever within you and you just do these things because somewhere within the people who have this ability, whether you know it or not, it's this that is leading you there, you know, to to do certain things. As well as, you know, be that wonderful judge of character. And I know that I have said this before, about certain people and my job, what I do, it involves touching people. I mean, we're hands-on more than doctors. We touch more people in a day than probably anyone except for maybe dentists. And certain people, I just could not do it. And I am not that type of person, okay? Because I really like people. I like people. I like socializing with people 
and talking to everyone because everyone that you speak to, you gain some sort of knowledge. Everyone. And I don't care if it's a kid. I don't care if it's an old person. Everyone that we speak to leaves us with a bit of knowledge. Leaves us with something we didn't know before or if we did know it, now they gave us a a different avenue. Oh, I thought it could only be done like this or I thought it was only like this. No, now they've let you know that. There are more ways than one. That's what happens to me. I learn from just about everyone. And um, I, I really, I really do like that. And I really do appreciate that part of my job. All right. So with all of those, you say, okay, so how does the empath fit in? Because as you know, this kind of sounds like an empath. Okay, a person who can pick up on feelings. Well, yes and no. Because with an empath, you can pick up on people's feelings sometimes depending on how strong of an empath you are. You can pick up certain people's feelings that can actually make you feel sick. I remember a long time ago, I had this friend who we didn't know that there was such a word or such a thing as an empath. And I remember she came up to me one day and she said, why don't you just take some aspirin? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, because you're giving me your headache. And I was like, how in the heck did you know that I have a headache? You know? And I never said anything to her. She just came right up to me and told me this. And she would do it to other, she would be like, you know, doing it to other people. And one day she comes to me and she'd say, come on, we got to get out of here. And I was like, why? And she said, because so-and-so has a tummy ache and she's giving it to me. I think she has cramps and I have to get away from her. So that is, she was a very strong empath, Okay. But it's when you can pick up on people's feelings. A lot of people who are who have this capability, they can pick up on feelings. But if you're in a certain place with more than a couple of people, you might not know where it's coming from. All you know is, I feel some negativity or I just, you know, all of a sudden have this headache or I feel dizzy, whatever it is. But you don't know who you're getting this from. On the other hand, you can be somewhere and you get this just um, really overwhelming, overwhelmingly, I can't say that word either, happy feeling. Just this, you know, wonderful, light feeling and you're just feeling so happy. Well, you get that from other people also. So you just pick up on feelings, on emotions, whether they're good or bad. But somehow I will say that negativity does seem to have a stronger grip for for people who can um, pick up on others' feelings. Also, you don't have to be in the same building with them, okay? You don't even have to be in the same town, or 
as I have found out, or even in the same state. These things can, you know, depending on the strength of the empath and probably also the person who is in distress or their thoughts, whatever the case may be, happy or sad, you know, their strength of what they're putting out there. You know, it can, it can travel a far distance. These things sound when, you know, when we say them out loud and we speak about them, they sound kind of crazy. It sound, they sound kind of nuts, okay? But all of this is, when you stop and think about it, is really not far-fetched at all. Because it's all waves. It's sound waves. It's electric. Because we are electric. You know, so we are going to give off pulses, in other words. And all you need is someone who is sensitive to pick up on them. That's why a lot of people don't know where these things come from. All you know is that you're getting some kind of emotion from somewhere. And sometimes... It's okay because it's not a uh, it's not a negative emotion or what have you. But sometimes you just want it to stop. I remember when I was still living in LA, I was in my kitchen and I was cleaning up in there and all of a sudden I got this um like a, a wave, it was almost like a tsunami came over my head of emotion coming from somewhere. And I had to hold on to the countertop. I remember I was standing there, I was looking outside, I was holding on to the countertop, and I was shaking my head like, no, you know, back and forth, just no. That's what I was saying. And then I started saying, where are you? Then I said, who are you? Where are you? Now, this is years ago, but I can still remember. And then little by little, it started to release. That happened a few times. Like the same, it was the same energy. So whatever it was, it was coming from the same place. I know a lot of, um, for example, I'm going to use the word psychic, okay? And a lot of them, they actually are, uh, you know, are so, I'm going to use the word again, even though you know I can't really think of a better word to use, perfected, you know? They're so perfected in what they do and their abilities that they can actually contact whoever is putting this out there. I have um, seen where these people, some of these psychics, are able to get the thought form and get the face of who's contacting them and have actually found them in person. I mean, this is... This is not a 
you know, a hoo-ha. This is true. So we know that these things are not only possible, but they have actually happened. Has it happened to me? I can't say that I have ever met anyone after feeling this way. That that time in uh, L.A. when I lived there and I got those, they didn't happen every day in a row, like for, you know, a week or two. No, they, it would like happen one day and then maybe it would happen another two days in a row or something like that. And then it finally stopped. Recently, it happened uh, when I was driving home from work. But I may have brought that on myself. You know, with what I was talking about the other day. Uh, you know, in the when I was talking about destiny. I always have to look and try to debunk these things for myself. And I may have brought that on. But then again, I may have not. I don't know. Anyways, I mean, all we can do is continue in our quest and our search to find out things like this and to study and research things like this and to see how far we can take it, how far we can go with it. If it's beneficial, we don't need anything negative. But I am still on my journey to try to see what's happening here. And uh, you never know. Maybe we'll find out and maybe we won't. And if we don't, maybe it's because um, we're better off that way. We can always take it to the next level. Oh, of course, you know, I could just go ahead and go and contact and do what, whatever I want to do, you know. And, uh, oh, yeah, here I am. Hey, so-and-so. So how have you been? And. Where are you now? Of course, I could do that. But what I know, no, I would not do that. Because somehow I feel that it would disrupt things. There would be a disruption. I know that I contradict myself a lot, but you tend to do that when you are in a conflict. When you have these conflicting emotions and things. Because we know what's the right thing to do, which is just to, you know, like leave a, a bear in hibernation, just leave them alone. And to tell you the real truth, guys, I just would not want to be rejected in any way. That is why I leave things alone. So, yeah, I, I have no, no, I'm, I'm not ever going to do anything like that. And, of course, we all hear people say, never say never. Well, I'm saying it right now. Never. I'm never going to do that. Never going to contact people from the past. Hell no, I'm not going to do that. Anyways, um, I have talked to the shopping cart guy you know he works somewhere and um he's young so I don't want to say his name he's like yeah you can say my name I'm going to call him Mark 
Okay, I have been speaking to him, but he's still in the midst of trying to get it together and just try to wrap his mind around what happened to him. So he, but he is writing things down. And he said that he, you know, he has quite a bit and he's going to actually turn his writings over to me when he's ready. And then he's going, you know, we're going to have a talk about what it was that he thinks he saw and see if um, we can get some feedback about that whole thing. Okay. um, And I'm going to tell you something else. I was talking to someone yesterday about, remember that cat on the screen that was embedded onto that screen? Well, we still haven't heard anything about it. She got a um, text from the investigators and they it said that they were still working on it they haven't closed it yet you know and they haven't forgot about her so we're still waiting to hear anything about what it could have been and um you know someone mentioned to me that maybe the reason that there was no blood or no any you know no anything like that on the screen or around the area where that cat was well, maybe the reason for that is because the cat had actually been to, uh, like, taxidermy. Well, that's not what the, the investigator said, though. You know, I was thinking that also. Maybe the darn thing was just almost like a piece of paper anyways, you know. But, no, that's not what they said. So, I believe that's out of the question. You know, but we have to kick it around and, of course, check every possibility before coming up with what they think that it is, okay? So anyways, guys, um, that's all I've got for right now. But, um, you know, you can read about those things that we just discussed and see what you think, okay? I'm just going to um, bring out a lot more of things that we hear about and... um, Try to go a little bit deeper with them. You know, like we all know certain words, but do we really know what they all mean? Of course, we can check Wikipedia and what have you, but that just doesn't go deep enough for me. I like stories. I like to hear experiences and things like that. Okay, I was going to get ready to go right now, but I'm going to tell you something that happened to me a long time ago. This is a true story. This happened to me probably about, heck, probably been 10 years. So I am not a Starbucks person, okay? I am, I mean, you know, it's like I don't drink like whipped cream and stuff like that, you know? I know they're popular and everybody likes them, but I just like regular coffee. So I'm just not a Starbucks person. One day on the way to work, see, this is one of those things, okay? I decided I'm going to stop at Starbucks because I'm just going to see what kind of coffee they... I just wanted a regular cup of coffee. I don't want strong coffee. I just want medium, right? With Just with some cream in it. That's all I wanted. So I didn't go to the drive-thru because the line stretched all the way to like Portland, Oregon. 
and I was in Riverside County, okay? So I stopped, I parked, and I went into the Starbucks. As soon as I walked in, there was this young, younger guy sitting by the door almost, you know, when you enter in the entranceway on his laptop. And he was this young guy and he had um, dreadlocks. And um, he looked up at me and I looked at him and he was like, Hey, how have you been? And it was the strangest feeling, guys, because it's like my heart knew this guy. It was the strangest feeling. And I just had this big smile on my face, almost like when your smile's so big, your face starts to hurt type of smile. And I looked at him and I was like, I'm fine. How are you? And he was like, He stood up and he was like, I'm blessed. And then he hugged me. I hugged him. And then he is like, it's so great to see you. And I was like, it's great to see you. And you are, you look so good. Now, I don't know why he said that to him because I never met him before in my life. And then I got my coffee and I was leaving. And like, you know, when you walk by someone and they held, they hold out their hand and you like touch hands. Well, That's what we did. I was walking by him and I was like, you take care of yourself. It's so good to see you. And he was like, so good to see you. And then we touched hands, you know, as I was walking out. Now, who this cat was, I don't know. Like I said, never seen him before, never met him before. And I, that was one experience that, But what that, I I mean, I can't explain it. I'm like at a loss for words even right now. All I know is that when I came out of that Starbucks walking to my car, I just felt so good inside. I felt like I had seen a long lost friend, even though, I mean, this guy was younger than me. He was probably like, I don't know, 20. Okay. But it was almost like, I'm so glad I came in here and, and saw him. So, and I tell people this experience, you know, all the time. It's just something that, it's, it's like a little gift that I think about every now and then. Because to me, it was a gift. Okay. So anyways, um, that's all I've got for now. And you know that I have an entire lifetime of strange experiences. But this one that I just shared with you is like one of the very best experiences that, I mean, outside of my family, you know, and good experiences. This is like one of the very best that has happened. All right. So I will try to be back on Monday and I'm still looking around, you know, to see about some interesting stuff and some, you know, I always look for creepy, but it's almost like, I don't know these days. It's, um, there's so much that I start on one thing and then I go off on another. And so I never really get anything done. 
But in the meantime, we still got a lot of stuff that we can talk about and, you know, interesting stuff, okay? So anyhow, guys, everybody have a good weekend. Stay safe. And I will be chatting with you again soon. And remember, you can always contact me at maybe underscore Maria at Outlook.com. Everybody, I appreciate you coming on with me, okay, into this strange paradiso. Ciao.